Hey everybody, it's Jumping Jay. And before we jump in today's episode of 80s Wrestling the Podcast, just a friendly reminder, we are just 23 days away from the return of 80s Wrestling Con. It's 80s Wrestling Con Live, taking place Saturday, May 7th, at the Men in Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. You'll be able to meet and greet over 30 legends of the squared circle. I'm talking about Greg the Hammer Valentine, Ted DiBiase, Brutus, the Barber Beefcake, Demolition Axe and Smash, Tito Santana, Typhoon, and so many more, including a man who is the voice of a generation, gifted inside and outside of the ring, who has made very few of these type of appearances. This may be your only chance to meet live and in person, Jesse the Body Ventura. This is Jesse the Body Ventura. You know, I don't do a lot of wrestling things anymore. I've been out of that business for a long time. But on May 7th, I will be in Morristown, New Jersey for the 1980s Wrestling Convention. And it's being done on behalf of Connor's Cure. And so Jesse the Body is going to be there. It's a rare opportunity. The greatest voice in the history of professional wrestling comes back to wrestling May 7th for just one afternoon. Be there or be square. There's also going to be special events like taking in Slick, performing Jive So Bro Live, participating in 80s wrestling karaoke. You could have Mike McGurk announce your name. You could bid on items from wrestlers' personal collections or be there to see the Bruiser Brody Lifetime Achievement Award presented to Barbara Goodish. And also, I'll be there recording a live episode of 80s Wrestling the Podcast. It's all going down on May 7th at the Men in Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. It's 80s Wrestling Con Live. Tickets available now at 80swrestlingcon.com. See you there. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're a mere 552 hours away from the return of 80s Wrestling Con. It's 80s Wrestling Con Live. I am beyond excited. My name is Jumpin' Jay. This is 80s Wrestling, the podcast, and the man who's putting it all together. None other than my tag team partner, Mr. Tommy Fierro. Tommy, I got goosebumps over here, man. The clock is ticking. It's oh so close. How are you doing on this fine Thursday morning? Goosebumps. Let me tell you something, man. I'm the one that has the goosebumps. I did not hear that uh, commercial you did until it just played live here on the podcast. And I got to say, man, if, if, if it wasn't my show that I was promoting and I was just a, a fan listening to it, brother, I would hop on a plane and come to that convention just because the way you sold it. Honestly, it was, you, you, you have, you have some, uh, some future work and voiceover. If uh, your current occupation uh, doesn't pan out, I, we already know you're a millionaire, so uh, that's not going to happen. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Uh, that was really cool. I, I, I was just sitting back listening to that, and I was, honestly, I was blown away by it. 
So yeah, five hundred and fifty something hours, huh? That's that's crazy. But you know what's more crazy, Jay, is that my wife planned a Disney trip for the first time with our daughter Emily, who's five years old, should be six on June the first. Uh, on this Monday, the day after Easter, three weeks before my convention. So I'll be uh, I'll be MIA for a week, so I can only imagine uh, what I'm going to come back to as far as you know processing orders and. Uh, you know, just all the last second hoopla going into it. I mean, it's 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 so much work uh, going doing a convention. There's so many moving parts, so many pieces. You know, uh, like I said, I mentioned here in the past on the podcast. And just just you know, just worrying about getting all the talent, you know, from the airport to the hotel, from the hotel to the arena, from the arena back to the hotel, and then from the hotel back to the airport. Times that times 30 guys, and that's enough to make your head bounce up against the wall about 17,514 times. So, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's a lot of stuff going on. Luckily, I have, you know, uh, a lot of experience doing conventions uh, throughout the year. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I know what to expect. So, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'll have a limited time to do it when I get back from my Disney trip. I have two weeks to go. But I'm trying to get a lot of stuff done this week. Uh, so I don't come back to just overwhelming amount of stuff. Uh, w- one thing I want to mention at the top of the show here, uh, we have an announcement for 80s Wrestling Con. Uh, if you just heard at the, at the top of the program, Jesse the Body Ventura talking about it. Man, I'm so excited to see the body. And he's right. He doesn't do this stuff anymore. So this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, possibly, uh, to meet the body, Jesse Ventura. And if you're not able to make it live to the convention – the cool thing is you can order an autographed picture and he'll personalize it to you and then we'll ship it out to you following the convention. You can head over to 80swrestlingcon.com and order a signed Jesse Ventura photo or, or any of the guests that we're having at the convention if you can't make it. We are uh, accepting mail orders for autographed pictures. So uh, head over to 80swrestlingcon.com live and check that out. Uh, quick announcement for 80s Wrestling Con. Originally, uh, I have two shows then in this month, ISPW, on the 29th. We're in Great Meadows Middle School in Great Meadows, New Jersey. And the 30th, we're at the Sussex County Fairgrounds in Augusta, New Jersey. Now, on the 29th, we were scheduled to have Alberto Del Rio uh, do a special meet and greet prior to the show. Uh, Unfortunately, due to a scheduling conflict, uh, I just found this out. Uh, early this morning, Alberto is going to be unable to make that ISPW show on April the 29th. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is, luckily, I was able to get him and get the airline ticket changed, and Alberto Del Rio will now be appearing at 80s Wrestling Con live on May the 7th. I'm psyched for that. That is that is a big announcement, a big addition to '80s Wrestling Con Live. And you didn't—I don't know any of the details behind uh, the scheduling conflict, but I'll tell you what I think it is. I think Alberto saw that you were having this '80s Wrestling Con Live on May the seventh, and he needed in. I think this was a strategic <laughs> move on Alberto's part, man. Because how could you not want to be part of '80s Wrestling Con Live? I'm super pumped, and now that he's going to be there too, that's icing on the cake, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, man, I'll do this. 
Whenever <laughs> something doesn't go the way you planned, you always swerve, and it always ends up being better. So hats off to you again. Thanks, man. I, I'm, I'm, you, you know better than anyone. Over the last six, seven, eight months, I've been thrown so many you know, curveballs of, of plans that I had that had changed. You just got to – I mean, I'm so numb to it by now. And, I'm, you know, like after, after you deal with, like, rough situations uh, like, like that, and it, and it is. It is a rough situation. But luckily, you know, um, you know, luckily I had a show the following week, so it made it a little bit easier uh, to, to switch it over. But if I didn't have that show that week, it, it would have been, you know, much more complicated. Now, if you go to 80swrestlingcon.com, we actually have up on the, the webpage uh, how you can, if, if you can't make it to 80s Wrestling Con, you can get an autographed picture of Alberto Del Rio as well. Uh, we originally put up on the website that he was going to be there on the 29th. Um, I'm sure my, my close friend, Jeff McJay, can change that to uh, May 7th and being at 80s Wrestling Con. But, yeah, you can order an autographed picture of Alberto Del Rio as well, and uh, we'll ship it out to you. So, yeah, he'll be at... 80s Wrestling Con on May the 7th. Super pumped about that. Uh, Alberto's a big name. Unfortunately, he, he can't make it the week before, but like you said, I, I think it's even bigger that he's going to be at 80s Wrestling Con. It, it, it makes the show that much uh, more bigger, in, in my opinion. It does. And I, like the lead-in commercial said, the little lead-in there at the, at the start of the show, you already have over 30 superstars going to be there. And these are big names. These are guys who, if you grew up, during the 80s, these were the guys that you were tuning into weekend and week out on your television program. And so, you know, I know you're about to go to Disney, and they say Disney is the happiest place on earth. But if you're a wrestling fan, 80s Wrestling Con might edge it as far as happiness because I'm looking forward to this trip as much as I've looked towards any trip I've ever taken. And so I'm excited, man. I'm happy for you. You know, first of all, Jay, I'm very excited that you're going to be there and your family's going to be there. I don't know how you did it because when when I first originally booked 80s Wrestling Con, I had no idea that the following day was Mother's Day. So for you to get the old lady from from Minnesota to New Jersey on Mother's Day weekend, brother, that's 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 pulling some strings. You know what I mean? Listen, man, it's not every year you get to take the mother of your child for a trip. On Mother's Day, I just had to sell it. Mother's Day in Manhattan. We're going to the Eastern Seaboard, baby. Pack your bags. This is this is a trip. And so, <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, I think you forgot. You, you told her about the New York trip, but you, you forgot to mention to her on the, the day before you'll be at, at, at a wrestling event from nine o'clock in the morning to eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, I, I'll tell her on the plane. There's plenty. It's a it's a long <laughs> flight. We got plenty of time to talk uh, over the details. Awesome, man. Well, listen, brother, I know we're going to spend a lot of time talking about not only 80s Wrestling Con Live, but the huge ISPW rock and wrestling show that's taking place that night. But we got to yeah, the show, the show, the show is actually the show is actually uh, all confirmed. The matches are confirmed. We'll we'll, we'll start the show and get into some of the callers. But uh, later on, before the end of the episode, we'll announce the official lineup for ISPW following 80s Wrestling Con on May 7th. Sounds good, man. And today is part two of a conversation, believe it or not, that we started over a year ago. We've been doing this show for that long. It's time for part two of the greatest theme songs of all times. The ones you know, the ones you love, and maybe some ones that don't get the recognition that they deserve. And so we're going to take some calls to start the program off. We're talking greatest theme songs of all times, and we're going to start the conversation by flying out. To the West Coast, 
to talk to our good friend, Brian the Brain, who I know can carry a tune. Brian, welcome back to the show. We're talking theme songs. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Tommy. And uh, I want to offer Tommy, if you haven't been to Disney in a while, you can call me up after the show or whenever, or if you're there and you're struggling, they've got some new stuff on, on ways to do things on apps and stuff. So if you need any tips or advice, give me a holler. Awesome, brother. Thank you, man. Yeah, are you going to the Florida or the uh, California? Florida. Oh, man. I haven't been. I went when I was in 86, and it was the experience of a lifetime. So breathe it all in and uh, enjoy yourself, man. That'll be that'll be wonderful. Thank you, man. And, uh, and yeah, I listened to, did my homework, listened to the, uh, the episode from a year ago, episode eight. You guys did a great job covering everything. Um, I've just got a, uh, a few that I'll, I'll share with you real quick so that you can get to other callers and, and talk about the ones I was thinking of. Uh, one that, uh, tops the list is, uh, Obsession from Animotion, which was the, uh, not a wrestler theme, but boy, that one got me fired up every Saturday night's main event. And, and I like that one even better than the one that they transitioned to. So I had to throw yeah. that one out there. Am I doing the beat okay? I know, I know you're not too fond of my Bushwhacker Luke impersonation, Jay, but was that a little bit better? <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah, well said. <laughs> Yep, yep, and then uh, a few that uh, got replaced, but uh, Eye of the Tiger, original uh, Hulk song, uh, another one, Bites the Dust, from Queen for uh, JYD, uh, Iron Man, originally for the Road Warriors, for Black Sabbath. Um, there's, uh, you guys mentioned on the last show uh, a year ago, uh, Roddy's theme song, which was... Uh, the Green Hills of Tyrol, but uh, he also had uh, Scotland the Brave was one of the ones they played for him at, uh, I think, WrestleMania 1, and they may have done it other times too, but both of those uh, bagpipe songs, you know, they both got you fired up to know that a hated man or a beloved man eventually was coming to the ring. Um, another one, Serious by Alan Parsons Project. That was the original Ricky Steamboat song that you can't get on the network anymore, but I just love that. Uh, I think the Chicago Bulls used it also, but Steamboat song coming to WrestleMania three, and that he used for a long time. That was a great one. Um, Harley Race's song uh, "Great Gates of Kiev" or "Great Gate of Kiev" that they used for all the the royalty. All the kings got to use that one. That one was a uh, another. Uh, I don't know. Reminds me of uh, 2001: Space Odyssey, the Ric Flair song and pomp circumstance. The uh, Randy Savage songs that where you just you knew who was coming out and, and uh, grandiose uh, uh, music coming out for those guys um, and then a little off the charts Tiny Kangaroo Down for uh, Outback Jack you know so a lot of them to throw out there and then uh, you know Jimmy Hart was behind so much but a couple of you guys I don't think I heard you mention them with uh, Girls and Cars for Strike Force and Crank It Up for Young Stallions so that's a pretty big, quick list that you know, lets you guys talk about if you want. And, and uh, I'm not going to sing this morning because I'm uh, <laughs> at a hotel and I don't want to wake anybody up here in California. You don't, you don't, you don't, so, don't, don't want to be in your hotel room right now singing, crank it up, party now, crank it up. You don't want to do that? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about you just hum a beat then, like, 
You could do like Bret Hart. Just hum it. It'll be in somebody's head here all day, and I'll be responsible, so I, okay. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just be honest. You suck at singing, Brian. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll tear it up on karaoke you know, when it gets back. Uh, let me, let me karaoke ask you a out there. Let me ask you a question. Uh, what, what do you think? Oh, karaoke, huh? We might have to have a yeah. karaoke challenge one time. Oh, definitely. If it fly me out there to help you at the convention, I'll be all over it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, have, you, we'll have you be the VP of operations for 80s Wrestling Karaoke and on May 7th at 80s Wrestling Con. Yep, yep, just find me out. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, thank you so much for calling, and we're going to talk a little bit about those uh, songs that you just mentioned before the next caller. So, uh, as always, Brian, thank you so much. I'm going to try and twist Jay's uh, arm to still do an episode next week. Maybe he's just on the podcast. I'm just going to get uh, Matt Capitello from uh, ISPW to, to, to step in for me. What do you think about that, Jay? Oh, that'd be fantastic. I, yeah, I, don't, want, I, don't, want to, I don't want to miss an episode, so you, you can do it. You're what? better than me anyway, so. Well, we're going to have to talk schedule because we're going to miss one when I'm on a, on a plane out to see you. But, uh, or you have to get somebody to step into my shoes as well. Uh, easier to step into my side than your side. But, yeah, whoever you get, we'll do a show next week. Brian, awesome. thank you for calling in, man. Enjoy. What's the weather like today? I always got to ask you because I'll tell you what. In Minnesota, it's snowing today, which just bums me out. But what's the weather like there? Well, we're in uh, we're three hours south in San Francisco. We went and saw a couple Giants games, so it was 50 degrees for uh, the one a couple nights ago, and a couple degrees warmer, but sunshine for yesterday, and, and okay. we got to watch them win both games. So uh, it's supposed well, to be deal. low 50s here in San Francisco. Yep, yep. So All right, little, times. Little and, cool. and again, yeah, a little cooler, but little not bit. bad. No, no, it, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, uh, well, actually, this week might be cold up in Chico, but last week it was. Uh, it was warm as the nineties. So anyway, uh, again, have a great time in Florida, Tommy, and, uh, you guys have a good week. I'll talk to you later. Thanks brother. Sounds good. Thank you, Brian. Now, hey, Tommy, Jay, before, means, yeah, I was gonna say, you, before you we get to the next, even though, I mean, that, that episode was a year ago. So anyone that still wants to talk about their favorite theme songs, we could talk about Hogan, Warrior, Savage, DiBiase. G, I mean, whatever you want to talk about, we could talk about, and I'm sure that you have some of those queued up anyway. But uh, yeah, Strike Force. I don't. If, if, if Brian says we didn't mention that song on the on the original episode, there was like, like I said, me and, me and Jay said it too. There, there's just so many different uh, theme songs out there, and we have an hour to talk about it. But yeah, I, I I was a big fan of Girls and Cars. Big fan. Oh, for sure. And yeah, I have over two dozen theme songs queued up, and so we'll play some in a little bit. We might play Name That Tune, see if you can name the wrestler, things like that. But when uh, Brian was talking, the first thing that kind of jumped in my head was early on, they really used what I'll call real songs that you would hear on the radio that they had to pay rights for. And then you can tell in later years, they transitioned to writing their own so that they would avoid having to pay those types. You still get every once in a while a wrestler that will uh, use a mainstream song that they probably have to pay for. But you could really tell early on it was all mainstream music, and then slowly they transitioned to creating their own themes, which is probably a very interesting process for them to have gone through. Let's jump into our next caller, Tommy. We're going to your neck of woods. Talk to a longtime friend of the show, Danny from Butler. Welcome to the conversation, sir. Tommy, Jumpin' Jay, uh, good morning. I'll I, I tell you what, Jumpin' Jay, that intro, you know, Tommy stole my fire. You, you. 
you you sounded like <laughs> Mean Gene Oakland cutting a a pay per view <laughs> promo. Like I said, uh, if I had no idea that co- convention was happening, uh, you know, you definitely would have sold me on going to that. Like I said, that right there, that's the that was my cup of coffee this morning, man. You got you got me fired up. Uh, thinking about you know, <laughs> awesome. how, you know how close to the 80s wrestling. I'm looking forward to it. Lucas is uh, looking forward to it. And, uh, and Tommy, you know, for some reason, you know, when you mentioned uh, that uh, Alberto the Real, you mentioned the bad news. I thought the good news was going to be you were going to replace him with uh, Prince Albert. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, like I said, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's a great topic. Uh, you know, Brian, Brian from California kind of Definitely, he stole a little of my thunder. Um, you know, I was always a, a big uh, fan of uh, you know the the serious theme by Ricky Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I, I I loved you know as big as a fan I am of him growing up. You know that uh, you know you know thinking about that theme. You know him, uh, you know coming back on Saturday night main event helping uh, George the Animal Steel when that song popped out. You know the, the there was an incredible pop on that crowd that uh, there was like January of '87. You know. Um, you know, I also, uh, you know, as it probably wasn't much of a great theme song, but it, it kind of, it, it, it was kind of catchy. Uh, you remember uh, Honky Tonk Man's uh, original theme, uh, That's All Right, Honky Tonk Mama. Yes. You know, that was uh, the, the title, the, the, the theme song he, uh, when he won the IC belt from uh, Steamboat, that was uh, his, uh, the first one that he came out. Uh, you know, you remember... Um, him trying to make it as a as a phase, you know, Jesse the Body and all these uh, guys trying to give him a vote of confidence. It didn't pan out, but you know, he, he made he definitely made up a a tremendous uh, you know heel uh, during that run. But um, like I said, there's, there's so many more I could go on. You know, Girls in Cars that was that was very catchy. I enjoyed that. Um, you know, obviously, you know the obvious ones, Demolition. You know, you, you know you you can't help but getting fired up uh, listening to that. Uh, uh, theme song uh, coming out, and uh, per, to me, probably as much as I didn't watch them, I was as I was younger. But you can't help uh, you to get fired up when you hear Bad Street. You know, I think that's probably out of all the theme songs, that's probably got to be the catchiest and original because it was done by uh, Michael P. S. Hayes. That's a great one. And if you listen to Michael P. S. Hayes, he'll make the claim to fame that he was one of the first ever to use a theme song and kind of invite rock and roll into wrestling. And when you talk theme songs, Badger USA has got to be at the top of the list. And I've heard Tommy sing this one on the show before, so I know he can sing this one really well. No, I did. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you've I done think, it before. I, I know you have. I sung Badger USA? For sure. On some episode in the past, you did. No. Whatever. <laughs> that's a great That's a great one. <laughs> That's a, that's worth the price of admission right there. Um, you know, also, uh, you know, just uh, you know, you you just remember you talk about theme songs. You know, you gotta, you know, how could you forget the, all the theme songs to the, you know, the pay per views. You know, the the WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. SummerSlam. You know, those those were all tremendous uh, theme songs. And then you know, obviously the, you know, he brought up uh, the the original Saturday Night Main Event theme, which was which is today's day. I think that's awesome. You know, I actually. Uh, I played a, a couple of uh, Saturday night main events on Peacock, but they don't have that. Um, I don't think they have the animation one for most of them. It was just the one that that, that came after it. Uh, I think it was uh, yep. 88 or 89. But uh, it's like I said, uh, you know, 
as as much as this wrestling was part of us growing up, you know, the theme songs definitely, uh, you know, enhanced them, enhanced their characters, and like I said, it was just a part of pop culture. You're absolutely right, Danny. It was the soundtrack to our childhood, a lot of those show intros, because, yeah, you could be in the next room, and the TV could be on in the living room, and if you start hearing that intro to Saturday Night Main Event, you're going to come running in, sliding in on the carpet to tune in to what's going on. They really were a part of the experience, and I think Vince McMahon knew that. I think he knew that the whole production and the whole the whole thing from start to end needed to catch people's attention and get inside their heads, and those theme songs helped. And you know, when we talk about theme songs, my brain doesn't really jump to the show intro songs, but you're absolutely right. That played just as big a part as the experience as the wrestlers' theme songs. Absolutely. Uh, well, like I said, um, you guys, uh, I'm going to let you guys go, uh, get other calls in. Tommy, enjoy your uh, trip uh, to, you know, uh, to Disney World. You know, I think it's much deserved. You don't get much time to yourself. I hope you and, you know, your, your daughter enjoys it. I'm definitely uh, looking forward, uh, you know, one day to get uh, Lucas and uh, Wyatt out there. It's uh, definitely long overdue. Um, you know, take advantage, enjoy. Oh, hopefully you get uh, better weather than uh, Jumping Jay. I mean, how do you play we- uh, baseball in 36-degree weather? I don't get it, but you know Listen, what? That's man, why they get crazy. these big bucks. But... That's right. Thank you so <laughs> much, you, man. I, you guys uh, have a great weekend, and I look forward to talking to you guys. You too, brother. Thank you so much, man. The conversation just continues to roll, Tommy. Uh, wrestling fans are just as passionate about the music as we were about the performers, don't you think? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And it, it, it does play such a factor in, in the crowd response, too, because, you know, back in the day, you know, you hear one chord, one chord of a song come on, and, and people automatically knew who was coming through that curtain. And, and, and today, too, to a certain extent, the top guys, uh, they know. I mean, a lot of these songs today, they're like, I don't know, they're just, they don't resonate with the audience like they did, you know, 20 years ago. Like, even, like, I know we're talking about 80s, but, like, even the 90s, you, the New Age Outlaws, first, you know, quarter of their song came on. As soon as you heard that, the entire arena was standing up, you know, out of their chairs and going crazy. So, you know, not only does a person's, you know, charisma character uh wardrobe what you know what they say how they walk how they talk that that's also important but also so important is the theme song they come out with it's crucial it is crucial it's part of that whole package like you said and we're going to find out later on in the show just how many theme songs tommy or a caller can name just from the few first few notes but we're going to keep the party going by talking to the party man himself marty from Millville. Welcome to the conversation. We're talking all about the greatest theme songs of the 80s. Jumping Jay, Tommy Sierra, how you guys doing? What's going on, man? Fantastic. Uh, not much. Enjoying the uh, sunshine, sitting here at school and uh, ready to close things down for spring break. So yeah, everybody's in a good mood. It's a good time down here. So, Well, you're, you're, you're a Jersey boy. It's, it's beautiful out right now, but I think later this afternoon we're supposed to Get some uh, thunderstorms, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. But right now, yeah, I just had uh, a bunch of students outside. We were having a good time. So, yeah, it's awesome. beautiful down here. Well, yeah. since, you have the cl- since you have the classroom all to yourself right now, why don't you belt out some uh, 
some wrestling tunes for us there. Now, I, my singing actually offends myself, so I can't imagine what effect that would have. It can't, it can't be any. Stuff. It can't be any worse than Jumpin' Jays, man. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, Jumpin' Jay and I probably won't, uh, you know, bring back the Righteous Brothers. I could tell well, you. That. You, you if, if you come to 80, if you come to eighties wrestling con May seventh, you and Jumpin' Jay can have a sing off. Yeah, well, I'm doing my best. My wife just had a baby last week. So we got that oh, all. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah, beautiful, healthy little baby boy named Christopher. Um, so awesome. now that he's here and things are good, I'm going to, you know, because I did tell her I could meet the world's tallest man. And that, you know, <laughs> that didn't treat me. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Like, Listen, I need help with these kids, but if you have this opportunity to meet Jumpin' Jay, I, I can't. Right, yeah. let, let, let before, listen, before we get to the theme song, let, since you're a Jersey yeah. boy, and I, you know, I have, I have love for my Jersey peeps, I, I got I got a good way to break the news to your wife. This is what you say. So listen. So listen. I know. I know. You know. I know. You know. The baby was just born, and I'm proud of you. Did such a fantastic job. You know, I was holding your hand the whole time, and you know, looking into your eyes, and it was the greatest experience ever. But, you know, right after that, the greatest experience would be meeting Jesse the Body Ventura at 80s Wrestling Con on May the 7th at the Men in Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. Pretty please, can I go with a cherry on top? Yeah, well, I, I, I think it could. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to explain to her who Jesse Ventura is. Uh, but Google him. Yeah, right. You know, I'm going to go meet the former governor of, uh, you know, yeah. the second greatest state in the union. There you go, brother. Listen, if, 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 yeah. you can't, if you can't make it, obviously, me and Jumpin' Jay will understand since you have a newborn, and congratulations. But if you can make it, we'd love to meet you. And, and definitely, I'll, Jay will be much more accessible than I will be. But if you do yeah. go and see Jay, have Jay come grab me. I'd love to meet you. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. Um, I, you know, definitely would like that. I wish I had a two-year-old, too. If he was a little older, I would love to take him to this. Because, uh, sure. like I said, I have memories. You know, my dad taking me to WrestleMania four, so that's some like I can't wait to pass that on. You know, so awesome. Man. Looking forward to that. But yeah, for the theme songs, I didn't do the homework Brian did, but um, one of, uh, still it hits today, and I still think it's great. Is Jive Soul Bro, and I'm not just saying that because Slick has appeared, you know, at ISPW events, but. Uh, it, it, it's all about, and Tom, you kind of talked about it. It's the overall package, the overall presentation that goes into it. And I always think of um, like the main event when it was Mega Powers, Twin Towers, and that was such a, like a pivotal moment where that was where the Mega Powers were going to break up. But when that music hits and you know rings empty, crowds waiting, and you hear that little drum roll, and then the horns blare, and then Slicks coming out rapping with the song. You got a keen dance to it, big boss man looking, you know, ready for business. So, like, I think about Jive Soul Bro with, with that in that context, and it's awesome. If uh, I know Jay, if I know Jay, he's got it queued up right now. Hit it, hit us with it, brother. Let me take over with the words. Well, I met this tall man. His name is Jay, and he was from Minnesota. He's a <laughs> hey, why'd you cut it off? <laughs> I had a whole thing. It, was a, it was a it was a public service. Oh, come on! I'm gonna sing. All right. If you don't want me to sing it for you now, I'm gonna embarrass you and sing an '80s wrestling con. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I agree, man. Uh, Slick, that yeah. that song was awesome, man. 
One of my favorites. And, and he's it. underrated. Slick. Oh, big like, time. He, he doesn't get the love. Like, Bobby Heenan gets all of it and, and deserves every bit of it. Sure. But I, when I think back as a kid, like, I hated Slick. I hated Fuji. I really hated Jimmy Hart. And I hated him because those guys were so incredibly great at what they did. And Slick got the heat. Like, Slick did a good job, and, and he always kept the sign on his stars. Uh, Slick was awesome. And you don't hear, like, a lot of – or you don't hear enough credit for, like, Slick and Fuji. I think those I, guys kind of go under the radar. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, and I think that Slick should definitely be in the WWE Hall of Fame. He, he, was, a, 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 a big, he was a big part of that, that golden era of professional wrestling. You know, he, again, he managed Big Boss Man and Akeem, you know, two – and they were programmed with, with the Mega Powers for a while there. And, 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 and they both had programs with, with uh, Hogan and Savage. I mean – yeah, he, he played, and then his music video and all that stuff, he should definitely yeah. 150% be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, and he, you know, took over for Blassie at Sheik and Volkoff, and I think that's a great team that has kind of gotten lost, you know, because those guys are so great. Uh, but, yeah, Slick, Slick's awesome, and I love that song. Uh, the one heel song that's really, like, gets on your nerves, but, again, it, it, it's what it's supposed to be, is the All American Boys with the Rougeau brothers? That was oh, great. Yeah. Like, and they had those big goofy smiles with the little flags. Like again, like like you said earlier, it's the whole package. It's everything put together, and then you know that was that was great. But I uh, I actually got to run because kids are coming in soon. Uh, Tommy, thanks for the magazine. Uh, yeah, man. Guys listening, and they want you know so, some good uh, nostalgia. Those things were awesome. The first one I looked at was from 83, a Big John Stud on the cover, and that, that was my WrestleMania night. I sat on the couch, I had that going, the house was nice and quiet. Nice. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to be re-upping that, man. It, it, it was, it was it. great. Awesome, man. So, thank you so much for all your support, brother. And congratulations. Yeah, oh, thank you guys so much, and uh, you guys uh, enjoy your weekend. You too, man. You too, Marty. Thank all you. Right. Now, when, when Marty's talking about he joined the – Pro Wrestling Magazine Club on uh, our website, thewrestlingcollector.com, and uh, you can get the your childhood magazines uh, delivered directly to your doorstep from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, WWF Magazine, WCW, The Wrestler, Inside Wrestling, Sports Review Wrestling, and Jay's personal favorite, The Wrestling Eye Magazine. And uh, you can go over the thewrestlingcollector.com. That's my store's website. And we have a Pro Wrestling Magazine subscription club. So go check that out, please. That's right. And Tommy has sent me magazines. And just like Marty said, it is a trip down memory lane. It's like a time capsule. comes to your mailbox. You can sit down. You can open up a magazine from 1983. And it instantly transports you back to that time. You can read about the feuds. You can turn to the back pages and see the ranking of wrestlers. And it really is a great way to recapture the glory days gone by. Speaking of glory days gone by, we're going to keep talking about the greatest theme songs from the golden era of wrestling by heading down to Hotlanta and catching up with Joe. Joe, welcome back to the conversation, sir. Thanks, guys. I think I got a good twist on this. Hulk Hogan, WCW. And when Hulk enters WCW, he is initially a good guy, and they can't play Real American. And I don't even know the name of the tune they're playing, but they're playing something that says, he's American-made, something like that. Mm -hmm. But as a fan, 
Yeah, it's just it loses its luster. It's like it's like a generic brand. It's like Powerade instead of Gatorade. <laughs> so, but but then WCW turns him bad, and I do really like listening to the NWO music. Um, they were mixing in some Jimi Hendrix, I think, Voodoo Child, and that was good. So. <laughs> I'm just joking, but maybe WCW made him bad just because of the music. <laughs> huh. yeah, that's an, yeah, it's it, an interesting it is, point because yeah. yeah, we we associate Hogan with a with uh, his WWF theme song. Like it, it's like peanut butter and jelly. And so when you hear him come out to like you said, kind of a generic knockoff version of what you're used to, it just it didn't it wasn't the total package. It didn't seem right. I 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'll also say. The Real American song never hit me as hard as it did when he walked out against Ultimate Warrior because I was a Hulkamaniac and Warrior entered first and Hogan entered second. And it was just like they both had great songs, but still to this day, it still hits me really hard when Hogan walks out to Real American against Warrior. Also, with WrestleMania 6, a few years ago, I rebought it on DVD. So, match two is Demolition, and the version of the DVD I buy doesn't play here comes the axe or here comes the smasher it plays something else and i my brain was like pissed off <laughs> i was like what is this i was so pissed um but now i found a you know i have a streaming and uh for wrestlemania 6 and they do play the the here comes the actor and smasher so i'm okay guys but yeah that demolition t- tune is great so on the on the dvd uh, they dubbed over a different song yeah, so they must, whatever huh. this was, must not have had the rights for, for, for all sure. of the tunes. Yeah, it was really, really disappointing. <laughs> um, and then Spotify now, at the end of the year, tells you your most listened to song. So I kind of learned something about myself. Jake the Snake, uh, that's a good tune. And I'm a... I'm a runner and a cyclist, so you get that euphoric runner feeling. And I have found, like, there's something about Jake the Snake's tune. You know, it's an instrumental, and it's just really good when you're feeling good. Um, also, on that note, I really like Bret Hart's theme music, another Absolutely. instrumental. And then I'll even give credit to kind of the the generation after the. Um, 80s wrestlers, uh, I would say these guys had good tunes. The Undertaker, Triple H, Stone Cold, and The Rock. Those those guys' music can, you know, if, if you're like me, you can just not even have your music playing and you can start thinking of those those guys' songs. So that's what I got. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you. Right on the money with all your picks, sir. Cool, guys. All right. All right. Well, Joe, thanks for joining the conversation. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to talking to you in episodes to come. Sounds good. Thanks, thanks, man. I love the fact that he's listening to theme songs while he's on the treadmill, because a lot of these theme songs, they're pump-up music. They're designed to get you excited. And so if you're throwing weights around the gym or you're hopping on a treadmill, some of these theme songs could definitely get the juices flowing. We are now, we got two callers who've been hanging on, waiting to give us their two cents. We're going to go up to the great white north and talk to David from Canada. David, we're talking theme songs. Welcome to the conversation. Hey, guys. 
what happened to my uh, the man with so many talents whose country is better than yours? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Next up, you're right. That's my fault. Next up, we're going to go live and talk to the man with so many talents who's from a country that's <laughs> so much better than yours. David from Canada. That's better. That is better. That's I got to get used to that. I like it. I got to get that queued up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I always love the songs that just, like Tommy was talking about earlier, that just hit you. with like, you know, you just hear a note or you hear a bar and boom, you're into it. Uh, and I, I think a lot of the times the guitar will do that. Uh, so like, you know, Hogan, right? Like Real American. Like you can, I don't think you can do better than that because as soon as you get dun, 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 and then it's like, place goes crazy. So I, I love that, and and I also I was going to talk about the Rujo song and and how important I think. So I'll just add that uh, you know how important Jimmy Hart has been to the wrestling business as, oh, yeah. uh, as a composer and the amount of theme you know like uh, like Sexy Boy like come on. Um, but also I think something that hasn't been well I'll, I'll mention quick because I know there's another caller. Uh, two things that haven't been mentioned yet. Uh, the first one, which also has a great guitar riff, uh, Man Called Sting which was, you know, the one he was using before he became Crow Sting, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Usurper Sting. And I think that one's also got a got an excellent guitar riff and has, you know, that power to it when he comes out. Uh, I love that one. And uh, I know this isn't, that's, that's 80s, but the next one isn't. But I also think it's just great just because of the beat. Uh, it was first used by Harlem Heat, but then Booker T used it himself. You know, that da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. You're a pretty good singer, that, uh, dude. That one, too. Listen, you hey, got a so, man has so many talents. You got to add singing to that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So, so yeah, I think those those two that that haven't been mentioned. Uh, I'm a big I don't, I'm a big Sting fan, and and I I also uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm in the minority with this one or not, but uh, I'm a Surfer Sting is greater than Crow Sting person. Uh, so I'm always going to be a fan of the man called Sting. You know, awesome, you can do man. a whole show on Sting because the different variants of him, the big time matches, he was the golden boy of WCW. Like he carried that company for a long time when they were considered the second rate company. And then when they got into the Monday night wars and he redefined himself, gave his character a punch in the arm, that guy's had a tremendous career, tremendous career. Yeah. And the, the fact that he's, you know, still doing it, taking bumps. It was he's 62 in AEW right now. It's crazy. It is crazy when you think about that. Awesome, so, Congress. Anyway, David, what's uh, going on in Canada? On. You you uh, at school today? Uh, just getting ready for Easter weekend. So we got we Fantastic. got Easter coming up. So we get uh, we get a holiday on the tomorrow on the Friday and on the Monday. Um, so we've it. got a, a big nice. dinner plan. Finally, getting some nice weather. Uh, you know, we're probably up into the I'd say like we've been up into the high sixties and maybe even low seventies. Uh, this past week, which wow. is which is great, a lot of rain, but I'll I'll, I'll take the heat any way you can get it. Hey, real quick, Dave, before you leave, and because I know you have a you have some uh, singing uh, chords inside you, please for me, just you can either sing or hum, just like the first five or ten seconds to Jake the Snake Roberts theme, because he's gonna be one of the. Featured guest at 80s Wrestling Con. And I just, I could tell how you were humming before that. 
you can hum a good tune, by the way. So let, it's, let, a hard, it. it's, it's a hard one to do, though. I don't, I don't know if I can do it, Tommy. It's just that it's so – I need to hear it. Can you play it? And then I can hum it for you if you do it real quick. Or jump a day as it's queued up. Let me see. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to hear this on your end because it's not uploaded to the program, but I'll play it from my computer and we'll see what we can get here. Oh, don't worry. How about this? How about, Jay, you, I don't want you to do too much trouble. Just pick something and then and let him hear it and then let him hum it. He's a good hummer from Canada, the man of many talents. I can give you a dance. Whoa. The man of well, many talents. For some Bret Hart, too. You weren't lying, Jay. You, Jay, you weren't lying when you called him the man of many talents, were you? <laughs> He's the man of so many talents. And, uh, speaking, speaking of uh, many talents, Tommy, I'm sending my, uh, my drawings in for 80s Wrestling Con today. Awesome, man. Sounds great. Thank you so much. No problem. Anyway, guys, you, you, you uh, take care. Happy Easter. And uh, Tommy, safe travels to Disney. Thank you, brother. Happy Easter to you, too. And I look forward to talking to you soon, man. Have a great weekend. You bet. You, too. You, too, Jay. Thank you, sir. David always has got interesting takes. The man with so many talents from the country that's so much better than yours. David <laughs> from love, Canada. I love that. That doesn't get old to that me, is, man. Listen, listen that's, 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 that's good stuff. Like, that is really good stuff. And we got one last caller who's also good stuff. Somebody who probably should have his own theme music. We're talking than none other than Totowa Tom. Welcome to the conversation, Totowa Tom. Listen up. It's time for Toto with Tom. <laughs> I like it. That's theme music. Uh, that's what I hear, but we're going to have to queue up theme songs, and it's time. It's time for Toto with Tom each and every time he calls. Tom, what's going on? I feel like you guys are taking advantage of my segment. Um, every week I seem to be put on last. Uh, if you, we if you the best look, for last, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the best for last. Either that or you shit the bed and you're the last one to call in, one or the other. I mean, that, no, I, I, I've seen the ratings, Apple iTunes. Before I started calling in, you guys were a top 25 show. <laughs> now you're a top 10 show. Brother, we've been a top 10 show. Come on. No, we were number one in Russia. Before I, we were number before one in started, Singapore. <laughs> hey, they love the us in Taiwan. <laughs> According to the ratings I saw, you guys were top 25 before I came on. Now you're now, top 10. And now we're in the top 10? Exactly right. Awesome. Well, do you know what number we were this week or no? No, I haven't spoken to Meltzer yet. But listen, <laughs> Good answer. But listen. Listen up. First of all, all your previous callers are wrong regarding Hulk Hogan. And let me tell you why. There's only one theme song that should be revered in the annuals of professional wrestling. It's not the first theme song ever you guys heard, but it is the most important, and I'll tell you why. There's one date that's the most important date in professional wrestling's history, and that is January 23rd, 1984. And you guys should all know what that date means. Exactly. 
the theme song to Rocky Three, Eye of the Tiger, by the band Survivor. That was Hulk Hogan's original theme song. There is no better theme song. There is no theme song that riled up that crowd in Madison Square Garden than the Eye of the Tiger. You could actually make a case that the theme song for Hulk Hogan's entrance in his beginnings was as big as anything else that started Hulkamania. It kills anything else that Hogan had as far as theme songs. Basically, it kills anything else that was in professional wrestling. Think about it for a second. There were no intro songs before Hogan came out to that song. That was like the first one to my knowledge. I mean, we all saw the movie back in 1980. He was in it, of course. And he used that to help himself rise to stardom. The unfortunate thing is, if you go back and try and find videotapes of that match from 1984, they dub it over with the uh, Vince McMahon-made song. It's very hard if you can find one with the original theme music. And I'm not sure how long Hogan had Eye of the Tiger. It might have been that first year. But, I mean, there's nothing better. There can't be. I mean, the, the, the roof blew off the garden when he came out to that song. So I dare anybody to prove me wrong. It's hard. That happened. What we got here? Everyone stop talking, Jay. I got a question <laughs> yes, for you, sir. brother. Are you yeah. you played the nightclub version of, of Eye of the Tiger? You you got your you got your tap shoes on, brother? What, what's going on over there? <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. Here's the honest truth. When you run a laser tag arena as part of your business, like you just play club like remix hits inside your laser tag arena so the only version of eye of the tiger i had on my computer was like the dubstep remix i figured it was better than nothing so i hit I'm gonna, play I'm, and we all to, loved it just to let you know jay that's your entrance for 80s your entrance song for 80s wrestling con that that one right there i'll bring it i'll bring it we'll do it <laughs> awesome listen here's honestly my high school mascot was the tiger. And so we played eye of the tiger before every sporting event from wrestling to basketball, to baseball, to football. And that song is designed to get not only competitors fired up, but it gets the audience tuned up for what's about to take place as well. And so total Tom's hit the nail on the head. That song will rile up a crowd as fast as any other song you pump through the speakers. Absolutely. And and, and, and I, I know this is the eighties podcast, but if we're just talking about themes, I mean, gosh, there's so many, so many that we could talk about. We could probably be on this, this call for another couple hours. But, I mean, you, you have to make mention of that glass breaking. Because when that glass broke, there was no pop. And I even mean even Hogan pop that was as big as that pop. That's, that's hey, a fair Tommy. assessment. I mean, e- even today that yeah. glass breaking gets people off their seats. Tommy, I got another theme song. It's, What's that? Uh, from your current roster, 
and the ISPW, if you've been going to the shows, I don't think there's more of a pop than when Andy Weinberg comes out to his music. It is fantastic. Oh, yeah, I love fact, that song. Where can I get that music? I can actually uh, text it to you because I have, uh, I have it downloaded on my phone. He sent it to me. So. I wonder if Andy will let me use it for my intro music to this show. I'm not, I'm not sure, but if you send me ninety nine ninety five to my PayPal address, I'll I'll send it over to you in about a half hour. Hey, brother, I got I got a lot of people I'm flying in for eighties wrestling con. I can use all the money I can get. Right now. Another theme song I like is the intro to this podcast. Oh, nice. thank you very much. Yeah, we we're fond of it as well. I wish I could tell you the name of it. I don't even know the name of it, but uh, it is a very catchy uh, theme I'll, song as well. Here, I'll, let's, tell you, let's I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what song I'm a big fan of, and I'm going to try and cue it on my computer right now. Jay, it's going to probably come out like your Jake the Snake one did just because it wasn't cued in the show beforehand, so I'm playing it off of that. I'm sure how good you guys can hear it, but let me just cue it up. And, and there's, there's a reason why I'm, I'm segueing this into something real quick. Let me see here. So I'm going to play the opening of the ISPW Sunday Night Slam show. And uh, I'm just, just play it real quick. This song gets me fired up. Was you guys able to hear that okay? I heard it. I'm fired up. Yeah, I heard it. So, so my segue to this is, this is actually, the, the name of the group is This Wolf. That's the name of the band. And the name of the song is No Ocean. Again, this is This Wolf, No Ocean. That's the opening official theme song of ISPW and Sunday Night Slam that you can watch every Sunday night at 6 o'clock on YouTube. Uh, we are going to be having this wolf perform that song live at ISPW Rock and Wrestling on Saturday, May the seventh, at the Menon Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey, and that's the, the why it's being called ISPW Rock and Wrestling. They will be performing the ISPW theme song live. I guess now, Tom, you can stay on the phone with us because. You're an ISPW fan. Let me uh, give you the official lineup for that show. You want to hear it, Jay? I do want to hear it. Lay it on me. What is the what matches can we expect to be taking place at ISPW Rock and Wrestling? All right. So once again, the, the show is going to be taking place following '80s Wrestling Con. So it's on May 7th. The convention's from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. There will be a, a few hour break in between just so we can set up for the show at nighttime. There's a local a uh, restaurant in the area called the Frog Sports Bar. That's our official sponsor. You guys would go over there and get some food and then head back over to the arena for the show at nighttime. And, man, we are pumped up for this show. This show, Jay, we are calling it ISPW Rock and Wrestling, the coolest indie show on earth. And if you're going to 
say that, you have to deliver. And, and I think that we did. The main event, the ISPW World Heavyweight Championship, Danny Morrison with Maven and Dave LaGreca will defend the title in a rematch against Justin Carino. Now, we spoke about what happened a few weeks back here. Justin won the belt after uh, hitting the ref was down. He hit, you know, Danny with the, the chair, pinned him. Dave LaGreca videotaped the footage on his cell phone. Maven ran back to the back, got the referee. They came out, reversed the decision. Uh, Carino definitely got screwed over. So uh, this time around, uh, Maven and LaGreca will be in Morrison's corner, but in Justin's corner, to make sure everything goes smooth, will be Jake the Snake Roberts. So that's the main event of ISPW uh, Rock and Wrestling. Also, for the ISPW Tri-State Championship, you will see Sean Donovan defend the title against Bull James in a dog collar match. And check this out. Greg the Hammer Valentine will be the special guest enforcer for this dog collar match between Sean Donovan and Bull James. The Demolition Cup. It will be a fatal four-way with Axe and Smash at ringside. They're going to present the winners with the trophy, and it's going to be ISW Tag Team Champions The Now taking on the Sons of Samoa, the Bollywood Boys, formerly of the WWE, and the Carnage Crew, former ROH Tag Team Champions. That's going to be awesome. We're going to have the ISPW Women's Championship on the line when the gift of Gab, Gabby Ortiz, takes on Ring of Honor star Vita Von Starr. We're going to have Rick Recon issuing an open challenge to anyone in the wrestling business to take him on on May 7th. Last time Recon did this, Carlito responded to the challenge. Obviously, there's a lot of people in town that day, and we, uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing who answers Rick Recon's open challenge at Rock and Wrestling. Also, the FBI explodes. It will be Big Vito going one-on-one with Nunzio. Special guest referee for this, Wildfire Tommy Rich. Also, an 80s WWF Legends match, Bushwhacker Luke goes one-on-one with the Brooklyn Brawler. Yes, this is 2022. You will see Bushwhacker Luke go one-on-one with the Brooklyn Brawler. That reason alone makes this the coolest indie show on earth. Also, you're going to see the current NWA junior heavyweight champion, Homicide, go one-on-one with tracks. You're going to see Crowbar go one-on-one for the first time ever with Ring of Honor's Rhett Titus and a special appearance by ISPW Commissioner Tito Santana. All goes down May 7th after 80s Wrestling Con at the Menon Sports Arena, Morristown, New Jersey. Tickets for this are available now at ISPWWrestling.com. Wow. And there's also going to be a live podcast, I hear, that day? Jumpin' Jay will be, uh, yeah, and, and Jumpin' Jay will be uh, uh, recording a live episode of 80s Wrestling, the podcast. And if total what Tom happens to be uh, strolling around the men in arena, he can partake. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd love to talk with you live, total with Tom. That'd be a thrill. All right. We'll we'll set it. We'll set everyone straight. Cool. Awesome, man. We appreciate gentlemen, you calling as always, man. And we'll, we'll talk to you very soon. Gentlemen, gentlemen, listen up. Ready? Time's up. 
for Toto with Tom. I like it. And then, he, and then he hangs up. He just, he said it, and he hung up, and he's gone. What a lineup you have for rock and wrestling, Tommy. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I got would you say, like, this is a pretty big show coming out, coming, following a huge live convention. Is this kind of the WrestleMania for ISPW? Is this, like, the biggest event of the year? Five billion percent. Five billion percent. And, and, that's, and that's what I was going for. And I'm, I, I'll be honest with you, uh, Jay. I'm not done yet. I, I still have a couple tricks up my sleeve for this show. Uh, again, it's ISPW Rock and Wrestling, the coolest indie show on earth, May seventh, well, following '80s Wrestling Con. It's already a stacked lineup. That that card is already an amazing card. I don't know how it could get better, but if if I could make a suggestion, this is just absolutely. me freestyling right now. You know, we saw at WrestleMania, Pat McAfee, one of the voices of SmackDown got his WrestleMania moment by participating in a match. Wouldn't it be cool if Jumpin' Jay, one of the voices of 80s Wrestling, the podcast, had an ISPW moment inside the ring, Tommy? You know what, man? I, I think that's a tremendous idea. So what, I, what, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to my friends at the WWE, and I'm going to see if Omos is available on uh, May 7th. And I am going to be the first person to promote a match featuring the two world's tallest men when Omos goes one-on-one with Jumpin' Jay at ISPW Rock and Wrestling following 80s Wrestling Con. The battle of the big men. Listen, you can bill me as the world's shortest giant. I'm down with that. But I don't know if Omos is going to want to step into the ISPW squared circle with myself. (laughs) Listen, real quickly, before we, I know we're, we're, we're running out of time, but real quick, I just thought of a great idea. Have you, I, I'm sure you have, a, well, I don't know, you didn't have the Wrestling Eye magazine in Minnesota, so I'm not sure if you had uh, circuses or carnivals down there. But um, <laughs> have you ever been to a carnival where, or, or a state fair where, you know, you got to pay a dollar to go behind the curtain and see the world's smallest person or the world's tallest man? You, you guys have that down there? Oh, Absolutely. Okay, cool. I, I don't know because you guys, you know, you guys are twenty years behind us, so I'm not sure if you do or not. So that's how, I, that's I, how my wife that's how my wife met me. She paid a nickel <laughs> to see the world's shortest giant, and there that's I was. What. what I'm thinking is we can get we can get we still have time to get a to get everything set up. We can have a booth with a curtain, and you can pay five dollars to go behind the curtain and see the world's tallest man. Jumping Jay from Indies Wrestling, the podcast. Man, I, that's, that's, that's printing money, in my opinion. You're telling me I'm not going to get my ISPW moment. I can hear it in your voice. You, 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 you listen. No, 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 no. You are going to get your ISPW moment. You are going to get your 80s Wrestling Con moment. But it's going to be from behind a curtain, Jay. If people want to see you, because I've been building you up for a year as the world tallest man here on the podcast. So if they want to see how tall you are, they're gonna to have to pay five dollars to do it, and we'll we'll donate the Connors care. How about that? Just just know this: I'm bringing my wrestling gear. I may have to challenge Ryan Marr, host of Monday Night Virtual. Ooh. But we gotta have an ISPW moment if I fly out to New Jersey, man. Okay, we're gonna give you your ISPW moment. You ready for this? Yes. I'm gonna have you be the special guest ring announcer for one of the matches at nighttime. I'm not sure which one yet. 
but you're going to be the special guest ring announcer for one of the matches. And I get to body slam someone or get body slammed. Cancel your flight. Yeah. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Holy kidding, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Uh, I, I know your wife's looking forward to New York. You got to break the news though that it's an all day, all night affair the night before. 80s Wrestling Con on May the 7th, Menon Sports Arena, Morristown, New Jersey. Tickets are available now for both the con, and I like how you say, Jay, come to the con, stay for the show. So you can get your Absolutely. tickets for everything. Uh, 80swrestlingcon.com. We also have information on 80swrestlingcon.com, uh, a direct link to get tickets for the show at nighttime. Uh, again, I mentioned I will not be on the podcast next week. I will have uh, hopefully Matt Capitello fill in for me. If not him, it will be someone else. You will have a co-host next week, Jumpin' Jay, and uh, I hope that you have a great weekend. I hope your family has a great weekend. I hope that you'll get in too much trouble when you break the news to your wife that you're going to an all-day wrestling thing, and that's the, the catalyst of, of this uh, Mother's Day weekend trip to New Jersey. We're going to have to spring that on her this weekend. But until then, man, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope all you guys have a great weekend, and uh, you'll catch those guys right here next week on 80s Wrestling, the podcast.